Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell sees a significant victory in the Senate's passage of aid to Ukraine and Israel, saying the resolve to deter foreign aggression is, quote, the single biggest issue we've had in a long, long time. It's also a victory against Donald Trump. The Senate bill was approved Tuesday in a 70 to 29 vote, but it faces an uncertain future in the House. More about McConnell's role from Alex Bolton, senior staff writer at The Hill. Alex, what's he saying? As far as he's concerned, it's a must-pass bill. And even though the majority of his Republican conference doesn't support it, you know he's willing to take some hits from his critics in the conference to get it done because he doesn't think uh, the country has any other option. Yeah. All right. So this was sort of uh, him against Trump here to a certain extent, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, as he pointed out, Trump was making calls to Republican senators, urging them to uh, oppose the bill. And so, you know, Trump is the you know, clear favorite to win the Republican nomination. So the fact that you had you know, Trump on one side lobbying senators to vote against it, um, McConnell felt that it you know, kind of came out as a draw, or at least you know, he's taking it as a victory that he was able to get you know, 22 Republicans to vote for it, including himself, you know, given that Trump was whipping, actively whipping against it. Yeah. And I mean, it's likely it's not going to pass in the House at this point. Well, I think I think it's a little too early to rush to judgment here. Okay. Um, you know, uh, we don't know what Mike Johnson's going to do. I mean, granted, he is talking a lot about adding border security uh, to the to, to the Ukraine funding package, but he hasn't issued any Sherman esque statement, uh, you know, saying that this thing is DOA in the House. And McConnell, you know, in our conversation said that. You know, the only advice he would give Johnson is, you know, please let the House vote on Ukraine funding. He's confident, McConnell's confident, that if Johnson actually brings this bill to the floor, it would it would pass with a large bipartisan majority. Wow. Maybe maybe not a majority of Republican uh, House Republicans, but it would get a, major, a big majority of the House. So I'm not sure whether Johnson's ready to, ready to let, let this thing die. Um, and by the way, Republicans I talked to in the Senate, including Tom Tillis and others, think that it would be you know, really bad politics for the Republican Party to let to abandon Ukraine and then, you know, watch, uh, you know, Russian forces, you know, make big advances, uh, you know, right through the election. Mm. We're speaking with Alex Bolton, senior staff writer at The Hill. His piece is called McConnell on standing up to Trump and GOP critics on Russia. So you, you hinted at that in terms of uh, Russian expansion uh, and McConnell referenced that like his his family history, right? His father fighting in World War Two. Yeah, I mean, he, he started our conversation right off the bat by telling me that you know his father was a foot soldier in George Patton's army, and he still has the letters that his dad wrote his mom, uh, you know, during World War II and after World War II. He said his father uh, came face to face with the Soviet Red Army um, in Pilsen, Czechoslovakia, after the war, and you know, told his mother even back then. Uh, that the Russians were going to be a problem. So, you know, he's really, um, you know, following his dad's footsteps and trying to you know, contain Russia. And, you know, his argument is that, look, there have been divisions in the Republican Party, you know, going back to the 30s, going back to World War One, about just how involved the United States should be in global, you know, protecting the global order, uh, protecting global peace. And, you know, he pointed out that in the 1940s, there was a debate, you know, between, um, Robert Taft, who was a Republican senator from Ohio, the most prominent Republican in Washington, or at least in Congress at the time, uh, he opposed setting up NATO to contain Russia. Um, he eventually lost the argument to Dwight Eisenhower, who became president in the 1952 election. Uh, NATO was set up. It helped the United States win the Cold War. And so McConnell thinks that we're at a similar inflection point now. Boy. 
All right. Uh, you also brought up in the story, uh, he is 82, Mr. McConnell. Uh, a well-known fall he suffered last year, right? Concussion, I think uh, cracked a rib. Does ha- I mean, how does he appear since, well, since, mean, we, since we discuss the age of, uh, of, of politicians these days? So McConnell turns 82 on February 20th, so he's, he, his birthday is a few days away. Uh, and, you know, he, he looked healthy to me. I didn't see any physical trace or a hint of, of, of the concussion and fractured rib he suffered in that fall. Uh, nearly a year ago, it was March at the Waldorf Astoria at a private event, he fell, suffered that concussion, was rushed to the hospital. You know, he missed weeks of work at the Capitol. He went through rehabilitation. And of course, he had those two moments last year where he froze in front of cameras. And that prompted a real furious speculation. But McConnell looks good. He looks healthy. I mean, he's 82. And so, you know, he... He, he, he can't slam dunk a basketball, but um, he looks he looks like he's uh, sharp and, um, and and ready to continue as leader. Thanks, Alex. Alex Bolton, senior staff writer at The Hill.